What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Powered by UberLyftDrivers.com. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the second Para Roundtable. We have a few coming up. Um, and uh, David and I will be discussing a different topic with different guests every week. Uh, David is the CEO of Para, and most of you know him. If you don't, he's on the opposite upper end from where I am right now. That's David. Um, <laughs> I'll, copy, I'll copy my awkward intro from last time, which is thanks, thanks for having me. So, yeah, you could just, yeah, we, we, we should get dark road run on here one time to maybe he could even help you do it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, today the discussion is going to evolve around a word, just like we've got different topic names that, uh, David Chan and I came up with, but, um, tonight's is declined. It has a multitude, I think of definitions, um, but it's declined. So let me introduce the panel and then I'm going to try and at least kind of touch on what I think declined is, and then we'll go from there. So going just, I'll just go around and right below me is Michelle. Um, I'm not sure if Michelle has a YouTube channel. She might, but I know she's big about the Facebook channel. So that all that info will be put in the show notes. You should be able to find that during the premiere. Um, and so look up Michelle's because uh, it's open to the public, right? Well, it's a private group uh, just so we can, um, monitor it in that respect, but uh, we uh, accept all dashers, gig economists, you know. Right, right. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, not, I didn't mean open, like, hey, trolls, come on in. I meant, like, <laughs> it's open to the gig workers to join, it, to, to find and come join. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. Because you have, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have a lot of people on, if I remember talking to you at the about yes. your numbers, they're pretty high. Your, your membership's pretty high and it's active, yep. right? It's so active that I can ask an, uh, a, a random question at 4.30 in the morning and get 50 responses immediately. Okay. Nice. And is <laughs> yeah. it, if I remember, is it like 20,000 members or? 75 and growing every day by about 75,000. 75, oh my 100, gosh. 175 going on 200. Oh my gosh. Hey. Wow. Congrats. I mean, that is huge. Thank you. And Huge. Yes, uh, and we're we're really we're really proud of that. And I have to thank uh, about twenty five amazing moderators that keep that going twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, at least I would imagine you have twenty five. I'm sure you got other ones too, but I'm sure those are the ones making sure. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because David and I can speak a little bit later about what happens when you have an app that doesn't have a moderator in its chat, but we won't <laughs> do that tonight. Um, but we also next to, in between the two, uh, ladies at the bottom, we have Joe let's play DoorDash from Detroit. 
Um, Joe's been popping up all over the scene lately. And that, Joe sings. He's He's got a full-time job. He does gig work part-time. And uh, um, and his and I've said this almost every time I introduce him that Let's Play DoorDash is really what he does. He's he's more playing. 100%. Yeah, he wants some money, but he's just playing it. He's he's playing it. And we will get into this. We talked about it the last time. Joe, I think because I don't think Ellen did, but if I you might have because I saw a video that made. <sighs> but I think Joe is yeah, the only top top dasher in this panel tonight. Probably so. Not a real top dasher. What do you mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's messing with you. He didn't really work for it. I'm a top dasher for the last three days of the month. Yeah, he's one of the ones who goes through that, what I call the bipolar wait, wait, you state. you actually work for it? Or they provide it to you? No, no, no I, I, I killed the last three days of the month going for it. Oh, Jesus. Like no, he not. just, you know, Never the months starts. He takes the top. <laughs> he takes the top dasher orders, and his acceptance rate falls immediately, like Tony the Driven Dad's did. And then he builds it back up. It's what I call the bipolar cycle. Luckily, he's just in it part time, so it's probably a little easier than the full timers to do that because it would drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah I don't know. On the, the first day of the the month I went out, I was at nineteen percent by the end of the night. So, yeah, yeah, that's Tony was under twenty two. So it was Ellen. Yeah. I don't have Ellen. Did I see that you went to, cause I saw a different state that you were dashing. But did I see top dasher? Because I swear if I did the week before you were like, I'm not a top, you had a video. I'm I, know, not a top I'm, dasher. I know I'm bipolar. I know. Um, it was my dad and my dad's coming from California. <laughs> He's coming. He was coming and he is a top dasher. I didn't make top dasher, but for September, just because, of my timing, I, there's no way I could do the last three days of the month with everything going on with, you know, I have a son with autism. I need to be home. I I wouldn't be able to do that. I tried a week before to do a top dasher, but I only got to like 50%. So, um, so no, that video saw was just of my dad, who is a top dasher in California. So Okay. So no top dasher, but maybe next month. I'm going to try though. Oh, you are? Because the last video I saw said you weren't. I know, but I mean, when you see things like, if you watch Kim's video and she's got stuff Kim, like, I don't Kim, know. Kim, Kim, nice Kim is my homie, owners. but Kim lives in a very unique market. She makes a lot of money, whatever she does. And I'm I'm still curious how this works. I've seen it. I've talked to her about it. I, I know it's working for her, but. The only way to know is just to do it for yourself. I'm not saying it's yeah. going to be something to do it every and, month, and, but. And you can't compare two people. Like you, no, it's no, it's unbearable. Because look, look, uh, she made sixteen. I made seventeen. I did a hundred and one deliveries. She did a hundred and twenty. You know, what I mean, like you can't, you can't compare. It. It's all, right? it's all draw of the luck. What's yeah. gonna come to your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You all I know is I'm getting. Anyways, I'll, I'll let you keep going, Steve. I'm sorry. Well, so I already introduced David. Everybody knows David. Um, David, did you have time to look through Ron's stuff? Because I was going uh, through it a little, but uh, it's it's worth looking at if you can, because it's worth talking about. Um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be bringing don't. it up. I have it ready to put the chart up and stuff for when we get to that. But the last person I have to introduce, um, everybody knows, Mr. Flex, sitting between David and I. Um, always a good perspective from Flex, because this guy only works DoorDash, and he knows it inside now, and he probably works it more hours than pretty much anybody I know. So without doubt, without question. Um, so thank you flex for joining us too. Cause you always have a very interesting perspective and 
you make it work, but you are never a top dish. <laughs> I wish I wish they gave it to me just to experience it, but no, never have. Right. Um, so here's what I came up with. I kind of did the same thing as last time. I thought about the word declined and I just started, you know, kind of spitballing some bullet points like and they're not in a specific order. But, you know, how often drivers must decline to like in a flex in flex's case to earn what he earns how many um orders is he shooting down um often top market earners are the lowest acceptance rate people although it can be the other way around too market to market we talk about it all the time top dasher and what's been going on lately with a lot of people um out there and their and their theories and i love that people are trying things um i hope that people are trying them and I want to say this very delicately because I'm all for and pro business, but I hope people are being very careful about what they're spending money on to get to top dash or just, just be cautious people be, I mean, there are definitely awesome tools out there. Um, but talk, talk to people a little bit before just, um, getting involved in things and spending a lot of money. If it's a lot of money kind of thing, just a little side note. Um, Miles that go on the car being top yep. dasher, uh, market to market differences, both earnings and cost of living, cost of cost of data. Yeah, I'm a, I'll be right back to you. I'm just going to run through this cost of data. So, David, you might have a good when we hit that, like sending 10 times the or the offers needed versus what most veteran drivers accept. Like Nova Dasher was supposed to be here tonight, but Marco had to back out because he has another job and that called for him. But no. Marco crossed over 18,000 dashes and he thinks approximately he's at about 8% acceptance overall for the whole time. Meaning, you know, I mean, if he's done or 18,000 deliveries, he's had almost 200,000 offers. So the cost of that data to push it to him over and over and over, knowing that he's going to take 8% of this stuff, you guys. And if Algor and now one thing we know is algorithms are smart enough to pick up on, well, he's not taking these. Quit sending them to him. I mean, this isn't brain that's, surgery. That's not how um, it works, though. Yeah, right. I mean, you do the same thing, man. And and what what what's what's good being a top dasher if you're not on a large order program? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like all these, like yeah. this guy keeps pushing this top dasher, but he's not pushing that. You got to be on the top. You know, you got to be on a large order program. That's the main thing. Like you don't need the top dasher. You just got to be on a large order program. That's the main thing that they're not telling you. They're not. You know, just, just so, just you. so, just so we're clear before we even go forward. Um, you're saying he said so. Yeah, there's there's a diff. There's a handful of groups we've talked. Handful about of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's not one group. There's not. This is not singling out anybody. In fact, it's a it's a bit of a tragedy because I think more and more are coming around now because they see other people doing it and they're coming around charging large amounts of money. To uh, that's another thing. Them. That's another thing. Charging for for something. That's taking. I keep saying that's taking advantage of people. That's come yeah. just coming onto the platform. The, you know, coming in like, hey, do I, you know, some I get once in a while I get somebody come in like, yo, do I get in trouble for declining orders? And I'm and I'm like looking at this like, is this guy trying to troll me or he's being serious? And he's telling me like, oh, I just joined, I just started, I just started Dash, and he doesn't know much better. So if he was to come to the other gentleman's channel, he would probably dish him out some money for some information that's you know that's bogus. It's like, dude, just do do your work and that's it. 
Well, and that's, and that's, and that's part of it is that I, I'm curious to know, you know, like it, I, I mean, I guess, you know, who knows how the people when they originate come around. My hope is that you stumble across Michelle's group or Flex's channel or somebody that, you know, it's your first day dash. And if you are on YouTube, you find Flex and he's working all day. I mean, I've never known Flex to not, even if he doesn't know you to not step to the side and totally help you out. So, I mean, like yeah. he's going to tell you the kind of things you need to know. I mean, these weekly charges where they're just telling you what offers you're going to take and they're like kind of making the decisions for you. <laughs> I think that this is where David can come in a little bit big, kind of big time too, and say that eventually all things with don't count on anything staying the same with DoorDash guys. When something changes, some people could be leaving town like a circus. Oh yeah. I mean, do you agree, Dave? I mean, the, the, that, some of these things, and I mean, like, I'm I'm thinking of three right off the top of my head. Two of them are websites, and one of them's a group, whatever. But they're all charging way too much money. And there's probably even more. But you've stayed away from charging. Para has the whole time. And I know it's a something in the, in Dude, the just vision. Imagine, imagine the backlash that you would get. If what? I'm just, like, not, not specifically, charge, like, for Para. But like like the kids get in backlash for like for char- like for charging for some information that yeah is kind of like dude then really? if you knew how to use YouTube you could find at a few clicks of the finger <coughs> yeah but let me also let me interject one thing when you mentioned this you mentioned the large order program and as I'm sitting here saying 100 percent but as you know to be in the large order program you as a dasher are you uh, Uber Eats whatever gig you're doing, you have to invest in that, uh, that bag, the thermal bag. And I got mine for $10 from DoorDash and uh, people always recommend go to Amazon. Do you know that is an ongoing debate every day? I don't want to invest one cent into this. Why do I have to have a bag? You mean (laughs) if you're going to get a $50 order, you, that would not be worth it to you to have a bag. No, it's not. And how, I mean, come on. It's a troll. I looked at, I look at that person as, a, I would look at them as a troll because they're, they're not well, there. Right. Like they're in, that, that, that's, that's trolling. That's definitely trolling. I mean, if, if you start making more money, it's a cost of doing business to have to put something. Oh, it's it was it's a requirement. It. It's basically, you know, you want to get on it. You have to send them a picture of it. Yes. You're not just going to go to the store and yeah. take a picture of it because you're going to need it. You have to take uh, a real time picture every yeah. time. So you yep. have what, but um, but the people that won't even invest in the ten dollar bag, yes, eventually I do remove them from the group if they if they're not receptive to doing what it takes. Uh, but you know, and if they're starting, you know, it's one hundred percent worth the investment when you start hitting those thirty and forty dollar payout offers. It's it's nuts. So Joe, I wanted to ask you. I know that so Joe's in Detroit and um. Uh, I know that you're one of those cases where you've said to me that, Hey, if you're not top dasher, you're probably not going to even be able to dash really. Yeah. I mean, you can get in and dash now there, there's a billion zones around here. Right. But I mean, but I was just taking it like in, at, I, I know at where you dinner are. Time, yeah. Right. At dinner time when it's, when the payouts are the best. And plus I work a W two during the mornings. Right. So I can only dash a certain time. And when I want to do that is at the best opportunistic time for me to dash. Right. 
But if I go at dinner time in my area and try to go, if I'm not a top dasher, I got a schedule. And a lot of times the schedule isn't even available. What if you oh, open devil, it right now? Devil's advocate real quick. Do you have um, a other apps besides DoorDash? Yeah, I got Uber Eats and Grubhub. Okay. Joe, but what if you open your was, app right now and pre-schedule your ass right now for the whole week? The, yeah, you know, I can do that. That's it. There you go. That's your answer. I don't always know when I can get out. That's when the, that's I might the have thing. homework with the kids, so, I might you, not. You don't, so, okay. So, you, okay. You don't, there's no punishment for deleting your dash. You could either, right. you know, you could either extend it or whatever, you know, you don't, you yeah. can delete it. You don't, you don't, for sure, but you can reschedule, but you guarantee your slot. That's the thing, right. like, but you can't say like, dude, I need a top dash just to be able to work. Yeah. Just no, to be able to work at any time, just to be, be able to work at any time. That's a different story. But you could still pre-schedule your yourself for a week ahead. Of course, yeah. So, that's, but yeah, there, but but there's some value to you, Joe. I've talked to you enough times doing the top dasher, and yeah, you're one of the people who have made sense of it to me more than others, at least for you and your situation. Right, and the other difference that I see, right, you you get the priority to more orders when things are slow, is what they say. But it's it's true because the month that I wasn't top dasher, I would have fifteen. 20 minute waits in between orders where since I've been top dasher, I have an order within a minute of the time I decline an order. If I decline 10 orders, they pause my dash. I resume. I still got orders coming in. It, same, when thing, same thing here, Joe. It, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, you, you think they're pausing you and like giving you a cool down time. Uh, yeah, no, you just hit resume and go again. I know, I know, I know, but, I but I'm just saying, watch my, if you watch my, if, if you ever watch my channel, some days, some days it's uh, it's like an open faucet, bro. Five Mississippi's right. and there's an order. Five right. Mississippi's and there's an order. Some days, like today, hey, dude, I just went home and slept. I only made yeah, I'm just bucks saying, when I'm a top dasher, I don't have those slowdowns in between orders ever. You know, I mean, the market he's in in Detroit could be that way, man. I mean, it's it's a little bit there. We're all different. I mean, Ellen, I you haven't been top dasher, but uh, um, I don't know. What's your opinion of I guess let's take your opinion of DoorDash compared to the other food apps since you do them all. Of course. right. Uh, Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash. And then I have shipped, but I don't really do shipped. Um, Well, obviously, it's nice to be able to go on Uber. Um, you know, Flex is saying how he gets orders after orders on DoorDash. Well, I get that on Uber Eats and Uber Eats, you don't have to schedule anything. Uber yeah. Eats, you just jump on yeah. and usually almost always it's now probably like seven out of 10 are not that great of orders, but that's yep. one app I know I can rely on and I don't have to schedule anything. So if, uh, me, if DoorDash did that, everyone would be in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like for me, like I, I, I don't know, maybe because I with DoorDash, it's just one of those things where the orders that come in, they're just they're how do I say they're few and far between? They're a little bit more than that. But lately, I don't know because more people are have become top dashers, and I was just kind of thinking of this where I've been getting a lot of really bad orders. I mean, terrible orders, like one after the other. Where it used to be on DoorDash, it would be like, you know, I would, it wouldn't be all every single bad order. Now it's just, they're all bad. Most of them are bad, I should say. So, 
So for me, like, it seems to be Uber Eats is like the one that has been working for me in my market and my schedule, because you don't have to schedule and you can, you know, deliver whenever you want to and not That's worry the about benefit of being Uber top anything. Yeah. yeah, it is. It really That's is. That's how we said that. You don't have to that. leave the zone. You don't have to like, you know, the thing about DoorDash is you can schedule yourself for maybe, you know, one of the, one of the good things about being top dasher is if you're, you get an order, you're not, and you schedule yourself. As soon as you're out of that zone, you have to head back. Otherwise, you know, you run the risk of, of um, losing that dash. So, but I guess if you're top dasher, you can, you know, you can end in. it and just jump back in in the zone you're in. And just if you know you your want. several zones. And it's, with it's me, really it's, it's very gray. Like most of my, most of the time, it's really gray for me. So I would have to like rush back to make sure I stayed in that schedule zone. Sometimes yeah. it would work out. Sometimes it wouldn't. So, so I want to put Ron was supposed to Ron Entree Courier was supposed to be here tonight. I want to put up the chart to show all of you guys. It's not, you know, it's pretty easy to read. I want all you guys to look at this um, because this is eighty two or eighty five days from when Ron. This is long before everybody else was doing these top dasher challenges. This is back in um, maybe. February, March or something of this year, long before all these things were going on where everybody's trying for it. And he was doing a test here in Denver, my market. And here's what he found. So going from left to right with acceptance rate and the hourly earnings, you can see what he's saying with the minutes between. So he's saying that if you wait three minutes between, you're on the blue scale. Um, two minutes between orders. So if you're like picking which orders you want as top dasher uh, on the red and one minute between, and you're picking something during that minute. And again, he noted that in a decent to busy market, so not a market that's really slow might not apply to this, but this actually kind of generally applies to markets. And what he's saying is that when he started at day one of the, of all the days, he was at just about $19 an hour consistently as top dasher and as he went to the far right uh um he's he's showing here at the very end that's at uh what is that five percent so he was saying that the sweet spot is 15 percent, which you can see is the high point on every one of the colors for what you can earn in money so he did this test he he stayed in the top dasher status and you can see that the lines broke apart how they did in the minutes. I mean, he did a really good, if you can follow this, he did a very good job showcasing what happened here. But clearly you can see, and again, this is, a, we all know it's market to market, but he did this in a generalized way. He's a very smart guy. Um, I don't know, you know, David knows him pretty well too, like me. And uh, yeah, he's just he, super deep on all this stuff. And I think the takeaway he had was super interesting is basically you earn more up until you get to sort of that, 35 to 30% acceptance rate. And then basically on average, it starts going down uh, for people then. Um, and he thought, but he really thought that the peak was, he, he said, yeah, he said the peak was 15 to 30%, that that was the actual sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. But how I many, mean, how many like 30, 40, $50 orders could be floating around there all day long? That's the thing. I don't know. This is 82 that's why, days that's why based I on always, average that's why hourly I always earnings. have an argument with Roy because he says, DoorDash caps you, and we always have that argument. It's like, dude, it's not that the DoorDash caps me. It's like, how many 
people out there could be ordering $30, $40 orders back and forth to where I yeah. could cherry pick them. You get what I'm saying? It's a, it, it, it's like impossible. You right. Know, like, uh, people only order, can only order so much, you know, unless I'm, I'm going to be jumping different markets and like trying to catch stuff over there. Yeah. But then you only have so much time out. It's, it's funny because we can get, we can get more to the deeper part of this. I said this to one of the engineers on our team, basically like, look at this awesome analysis Ron Andre career did. He goes, uh, I would love to build a model to uh, basically answer exactly that. It's like, what sort of things are lurking or not lurking there beyond certain acceptance rates and see if you make recommendations based on somebody's acceptance or rejection rate, whether mm -hmm. they should accept or reject the next one. So hopefully next time we well, I mean, they, we'll I have mean, deeper, you guys, he went as far answer. as to do like this. I mean, I'll just do it a little kind of quickly here. He's saying, so here's how it works. And I think he might have messed up one of the colors when I was reading. Like he didn't relate it to the chart as the correct color. I think it's here. Yellow should have been another color maybe. But um, here's how it works at a 50% rate. I'd have rejected 85 delivery offers and accepted 85. If if there's an on average one minute between delivery offers, that's an additional 85 minutes wait time that you add to everything. If it's two minutes, it's 170 minutes you add. If it's three minutes, you add 255. And then he's showing you here at the different on the yellow line. So doing it in with accepting one, at least one order that comes in within a minute of ending one. Here's where the, here's where the hourly pay fell. Although that line at the bottom is what's wild to me is a 5% acceptance rate stays the same as 100% acceptance rate. Yeah, that's what he was showing in the scale is that if you look, 5% yeah. meet on the yellow meets, actually, it's a little more at 5% than it is at 100. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty sad. Um, you know, if he does show that if you're waiting two minutes by 5%, you're making, you know, what, 14 something you know, or whatever. And here, I mean, here it is. So yeah, I mean, it, um, however, if you have a three minute wait time, now he's talking about the yellow again, the sweet spot on the three minutes is 65 to 35%. And here's how he shows why. But I think that's why he's smart too, is I, it shows different markets, right? So some people you're lucky to get a ping every minute. Some people's market just takes every couple minutes to get a ping. And I that, think that's why when we have these conversations with people in different markets, Sometimes yeah, I think I think he's kind of one thing he right? didn't add in here that I think Ron and I have talked about because Ron and I have had many podcasts on his and mine. And um, one thing he's mentioned to me, if I remember right, he's basing this on seeing three, four plus uh, per minute orders kind of thing, you know, or three. Let's I don't know. Flex, what's what? How many do you see in a minute? It, it all depends, bro. I know. But on a average, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I count down. Mrs. Five Mississippi's and I get an order. Right. No, I'm talking about that, bad that orders could, too, that, though. That could that could last for an hour. Right. I'm talking about bad orders too, though. Bad, bad orders. Right. Like how many orders, period, are you getting through your phone in a minute? Uh, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't. A lot. Ten. Test five. Uh, like today, I did six deliveries and I declined two hundred and three. Right. So I mean, you're getting a lot. Perfect. Oh yeah, so yeah. that's what Ron's basing this on is that you're getting. It's not like if you're in a, week, in a market that only like gets one a minute. Obviously, deliveries. You, <laughs> you heard? I declined about twelve hundred deliveries last week. 
Um, yeah, so you so your float to flex, you're at like a three, four, three to eight. I stay below ten usually. I usually yeah. stay below ten. And I think this is maybe a biased sample, but I think the average para user sees I think five point something. Uh, accepts one trip every five point something offers. Basically, that's average across a super large number of people. So if you do the rough estimates on that, the average person's at a 15 or 20% acceptance rate. But that's also people who are choosing to use Paros, I guess. Uh, you know, Sometimes it's about, drivers. I, do, I would have to decline about 50, 60 offers before I take one. And I, I'm sitting and it's like, dude, why are you sending me this offer when you could send it somebody that's closer? That's why it's so random to me. That's why. And, I that, and that's why yeah, those are the, the, the data part that I was saying to you, Dave, David, data is expensive to move. You know, it's this isn't cheap to send flex 203 orders of which he took, you know, one. <laughs> it's like, why? Why are they bothering him? Why are they and why are they wasting the data? Why waste we gotta the data? Fulfill, we got to fulfill the orders and we have to offer. Right, but they know you're not taking it. I mean, if well, an algorithm no, they don't know that. They, they, they don't know that. That's the thing. That's the thing. They, their system does not know that. Like, how many times do I got to tell them this? You know, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go yeah, to this. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I don't matter. Really I mean, have that them, it's, they're still going to send it to you because that order has to be fulfilled and they don't know whether I want to take it or not. So they're just going to send it to the next available driver and they're going to make yep. that decision. So Michelle, what, what about with you? I mean, how do you, how do you see this after seeing that scale? I know that, you know, this was like just a little whirlwind of stuff, but what is your takeaway, your mark? I mean, might be different numbers, but did you see any relevance in that chart that made sense to you? Yes, I of course I did, Steve. I think that does. I think that does make a lot of sense, and uh, I I would like to see if it does put someone on that that and uh, gets an engineer going on that. But uh, it's I really believe with myself and and uh, the rest of my admin team that we talk all the time that it is really really market dependent. And if I personally, when I started this three years ago, and I'm almost to 12,000 deliveries myself, that if I didn't live in a fabulous market where I'm getting pinged constantly, it never stops. It's my map is red at three in the morning, guys. So it's a it's a fabulous market. And Uber Eats the same way. Grubhub, not so much. Um, I don't assign blocks. So I think I get all the junk that's left over. Um, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to say that I uh, no top dasher here. I'm a top earner, and that's right. a- yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of what this was was declined. You know, the yeah. best dashers are. I mean, we were coming up with all, Chan and I were coming up with all, all these sub names. Like the best dashers are those that um, have under ten percent acceptance rate. <laughs> like they, the lo- the right, titles were just too long, dasher. but it's like. But it's like that's that's where the earners. No, that's more were like more like big experience, market. more like experienced and. More aware, and of I'll what to take. Experience comes in, and I've been so lucky this summer. Bad weather, hot weather, cold weather, storms. Uh, I go out in weather. You got to take oh, advantage yeah. of it. Yeah, that's when you get the best yeah. orders usually. Yeah, and living nobody yep. else wants to do that. Yes, and so going out when no one else is out, and I can tell when that market when no yeah. one's working, and a market it. Uh, it closes up real quick. People people stop. 
I, I don't see what you're put, putting. 2%. 2 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 
people have that idea that you have to have an acceptance rate to get in and it's smart, but you notice DoorDash doesn't list that out or doesn't say that. Because I think even they realize that by having that, they're sort of infringing on what it means to be an independent contractor. So you'll see that that's not mm -hmm. put anywhere. I'll put something uh, like, you know, a point as to why you should get this. Just an interesting question I'd like to ask people is like, so what do you think is the largest hidden tip we found on a large order? Prepara, that's easy for me. Um, <laughs> I actually told this when I had an interview the other day and I kept all, I kept every one. Uh, $99. It popped up. I said, whoa. And I knew it was going to be large because I was dispatched from being over seven miles away. So they needed somebody in the large order program. It was a $500 subtotal and it was going to a great neighborhood. And she gave me $99. I also featured on my Facebook group right now is a random tip that I got in the large order program Saturday night. It floored me. It was a $110 order and they gave me 80 bucks. Nice. My yeah. biggest payout was 156. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, my buddy fatal with, uh, 200 pizzas. It was a $500 payout for him. Uh, he couldn't fit all that stuff into his car. What it got canceled. And he got half a pay of $250. Did he also get 20 pizzas? I don't know. <laughs> but the, he was Wait, have we stopped guessing on the largest tip? Because I still, I want to guess. I want to guess. On oh, the there's probably, tip. there's probably like, Are we there's, still? there's probably like six, I'm going to guess 338, 37. 338.37. Okay. Mm -hmm. Other guesses, anyone? I've got one. I've got one posted right now, again, on my on my page in my group. Um, I'm going to say 400. And we're, as you know, New York City shows everything. is a $183 tip. I think somebody posted in my Discord a while back, 200-something dollars payout. Joe, what, what about you? Have you seen Let me it? try to find it. Am What's I guessing the, on what, what Para has found as the highest one? Yeah. As I said, I'm for gonna, me. I'm gonna go out there and say six seventy. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Wow, we were off. Fifteen hundred dollar. Uh, yeah. Fifteen hundred dollar hidden tip. Fifteen hundred dollar hidden tip. Yeah. What, what, were the what was the subtotal uh, on the order for real? I don't know. I have to dig it up, but that's sort of uh, probably like that's the highest hidden grand. tip. Yeah, I mean, was it was it that? What, uh, that's what I'm wondering. Was it what Flex said? That doesn't still makes it an insane. Like likely, tip. but I I didn't pull the details. But the highest we've ever found is large order. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollar tip. Did they wow. show the Dasher six twenty five? Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was it on? It was, was, it on it was like uh, yeah, it was on Doordash and the hidden. It was fifteen hundred that was hidden of it wow. basically what so did it come out as thing. that's what i want to know what did the what did the i i have to as? i have to do my homework after oh yeah this. that I will go, and uh, i will go find it i will go that, find it. that 156 was was thanks to para yeah that would that was a hidden tip because i mean knowing no if that 1500 dollars came recently it'd probably be 250 right but hey <laughs> yeah. can you imagine and so, you and we know a lot of people that we encounter, they've never even gotten a $10 tip in their market. Can you imagine what keeps them going? Yeah, right. What keeps know. them in that market? I mean, again, one of my things on my bullet point list was market to market that we always talk about. But sometimes I bring it in and people forget about this factor. There's two factors in market to market. Um, your earnings 
but also huge your cost of living. Absolutely. I mean, if you're in rural North Dakota, you could probably take a $10 tip. In fact, that's probably a good tip because your house might cost, you might have a four bedroom house for 80 grand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at, look at Joe Lapp. I mean, he's in outskirt Detroit. He's going, dude, I can't get a barn for that, you know, right? or a tough shed, nothing. You know, it's, I mean, it really not only market to market in the platforms, but where you live. I mean, if your cost of living is super low, it's not like you're going to make what people in in the in million person cities make, right? You're just not because I mean maybe you will, but if you are, you're getting very lucky. And my I would imagine with time they would see that and start taking it away from you because they're not just going to let that fly. By the way, before I forget, Michelle, um, because Flex is live streaming this on his channel, do you want to mention your group so that? Uh, Yes, because in, in case they don't he- see the replay, that they know about yeah, people, it. People are alive right now. It's like twenty something people in here. Well, first off, nice to meet you, Flex. I'll ha- I'm going to definitely subscribe <laughs> to you. Yes, <laughs> and uh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so uh, when I became a dasher um, several years ago, the first thing I did was go to a Facebook group, uh, which ended, which is the one that I am actually the administrator of right now, along with two of my compadres, Jake and Paul. And it's called DoorDash Drivers. On our cover page, we have the oh, big. Jake Paul. Well, I think Jake I'm in Paul's that. Group. One of the big and <laughs> and I'm, on, I'm on Facebook, and I think I'm on that one. And I think so too. That yeah. one, that one has 111,000 in our group, and when we had 30,000, we were the largest DoorDash Facebook group, and we thought we were big big guns then. Now we're 110. <laughs> and yeah, you guys got to make Flex the biggest YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I will stream you guys. I'm always putting content on. I love uh, adding content to our group. And uh, then we have DoorDash Drivers Pro, which is a subset. Uh, it's not a it's not a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's uh, everything's uh, pretty well managed, professional. People can be real. That's okay. Uh, and uh, we're doing Facebook Lives. In fact, at the gig conference, I did a Facebook Live with David that was very well received. Yeah, it was great. And and it's funny because when we do a post on Para, uh, uh, someone will say, "What's Para?" <laughs> uh, that that's that's always what happens. And, and not everybody knows. Yeah, what's Para? And then it gets explained to them. And and uh, yeah. Um, we were all adopters, you know, when it was going on and it was, it was great because didn't have to think about it. Yes. So the DoorDash driver, you said, I don't, I, I don't think it's this one because also this one says 9,000, 9.7, but you have 175,000. Uh, uh, in DoorDash drivers, we have 110,000, mm-hmm. almost 111. Were you using an old app before, before Para? I was using nothing um, for myself. I have an iPhone. You didn't even, so you, didn't, you don't know about the old app? I remember it because it was talked about all the time. The one that you're talking about that showed the, showed the whole deal before they closed it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, people talked about it all the time. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like we launched sort of our version of tip transparency, I think like two days after that app got taken down. And I remember when we first launched, there's this whole conspiracy about 
there's something suspicious going on. I remember for a while there was a whole theory going on that DoorDash shut down that app and I was uh, DoorDash. Uh, I worked for DoorDash and this is my way of testing what would happen. And one, it's really funny because one of my co-workers, his name is sort of, uh, his last name is Tang and he grew up in Hong Kong. And one of the DoorDash founders, last name is Tang and grew up in Hong Kong. So people were like, Oh shit! Oh, there, man, we it together. <laughs> there we go. Right? Like, and I'm like, do you know how many people called Tang there are in the world? Right? <laughs> also, I wanted to say our second page is called DoorDash Drivers Pro. So that's our other, and we invite all of your all of your subscribers to join us on on our Facebook group where you get real time information anytime. One, two, five a.m., six a.m. There's for all free. For free. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got it these days. We got to say it because there's a lot of people not doing it for free anymore. That's and, crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't know, Joe, if you, if, or if, if any of you, Ellen, Joe, Michelle, I know David is, I know Flex is, there's a lot of people out there really stepping, not only stepping into the space, but charging a ton, a ton. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not paying a dime for any of it. I, there's free information yeah. on Facebook, YouTube, Experience, everywhere, Instagram. Dude, imagine how much money Instagram. I could have made like, off that old app. Just imagine, like, right? All the industry yeah. people, yo, flex, no. how you doing? There's plenty and, of people and, in my and, market. And when 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 DoorDash would uh like change something and the app wouldn't work, everybody would be in my chat. Yo, flex, how you fix it? How do you do it? I'm like, bro, I'm not a coder, bro. I don't <laughs> I don't do this. I, right? Do they they this see is, the stuff behind you? They're like, yo, you must know. You must know. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, just because <laughs> I, I, it's because I made a video and I put it out and I let dashers know. I let other people know. Like, this is how you do it to see the customers tip, and. Mm -hmm. This is how it all, I guess, started. Yeah, yeah. When Flex, when I, when Flex and I met, it was when David was going through the, this stuff where it was whatever. What was it? August of twenty one. You know, when, about when the when the tip had transparency went. People in my Discord. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, off of that when Dave's trying to promote it and do it for free. Yeah, this one jerk off was trying to make money off of people. Like, right, well, but I'm talking yeah. about like not this year, but the year before when I met you. Oh, yeah. Guys, like I was in your room a lot, and both of you and I were shooting people down left and right that would come in with these just false accusations, just left and right about David or whatever, and what Para was doing with data theft and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, if you even know what, he, if anything, he went through data theft. Somebody put David's yeah. number on Twitter. I mean, come oh, on, guys. Seriously. Oh yeah, I get, I get, I get, I get. Well, I get, I get all the ten Bitcoin scams a day, <laughs> yeah. like all the time, basically. But you know, yeah, and, but I mean, the it, sad it just thing goes, is, there's there's a lot of people out there that are willing to pay for that service if they believe in someone can help them. You know what I mean? Because they they just don't know for themselves. Just pick up and watch a channel and and learn this stuff on your own. I see so many to sort of Just zoom out a bit, what I think is sort of crazy is I think Steve, you said earlier about sort of DoorDash sending that you know sending two hundred pings right to Flex before he takes it. What's wild is like they know the answer, which is I can That's tell what you saying. what my parameter. I could you the dasher could say what your parameters are, then you know not to send it to them, right? And I think yeah. it's just one of those where way, DoorDash have, doesn't want to do it. Unlimited money, bro. At this point, they have unlimited money, bro. They, that's that's but do they? That's dropping a bucket. Yeah, you think For so? Data? They their, they, I think they own their own servers. 
Well, Most yeah, likely. but I'm I mean, saying they're they're not like they're service, not making a you just, you're just paying for electricity. <laughs> we we heard that Amazon they use Amazon servers when they go down. That it's the Amazon servers or Amazon servers, whatever. Yeah. That, but my point is, the more data you need, the more servers you need. The more allocation of server space you need, the more allocation of power you need for data. Also, and it's so just like, a, also it's just a shitty experience for the customer, like you know, the person who's for every food, for everybody. Right? For your, yeah, for like, and no one's happy with this, basically, right? Right, nobody's and I sort happy. Of view I mean, that, the like, if you anything, know, yeah. the best thing that happens is the customer's in the dark. That's the best thing that the company can hope, is the customer isn't seeing any of this nightmare. Well, if that right. was the case, I think they would just, you know, open it up and they would be transparent and let people see the uh, what, what the order is for and go take it and complete it. And, yep. you know, instead of they, they have the money, they're paying for it, you know. I, I think they're always probably I think they're profiting every day, bro. I, I like, think but, that I think that one of the problems I started thinking about this because I mean we David and I especially, but everybody that I talk to, we always are talking about transparency. It's a big fight of mine. I've been an, an independent contractor pre-gig stuff. But I think that part of it is if they were fully transparent in a market that is you know, blue collar only. There aren't the parts of town that tip harder and whatnot. And and even in that blue collar, let's say that everybody just tips really low. If they were fully transparent and every order was awful, nobody'd get on it. And therefore they'd have to raise a price because they wouldn't have the drivers. It's the only argument I can even come up with, because as David and I have talked about many times that, dude, if you put an order out there, somebody's going to take it. End of story. It's yep. not not going to get taken. You could put an order out for a dollar. It's going to get taken. So why send it to Flex? Send it to the person who'd take the dollar order. And I'm still not happy with that because it screws up the rest of us. But why why are you sending it to Flex? Why are you sending it to Ellen? You know, why are you sending you know, it to Michelle or Joe? Because you know, even, even the person that takes a dollar order, he also wants to you know get a bigger offer. It's just like anybody else. That's why they're being distributed to a person that's available at that specific time at that location yeah so if you're within that radius then they'll they'll ping you if you're available it's not like oh yeah yeah he's in a large order or he's a top dasher let's find the biggest order out there and try to give it to this guy no no i know it's not do i know it's not doing like actual personal selection but but it should but it should dude Artificial intelligence should be up there high enough in their algorithm to understand, hey, this guy flex for the last years. <laughs> he doesn't take any of this crap. You <laughs> I, I would argue you don't even need artificial intelligence. to do just as simple. Right. As I'm just flex. right. I'm just saying like this should be a filter. Dude. Don't even send it to. Him. Well, that's 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 the thing. If they could implement uh, Gary's apps dot com. Uh, (laughs) if they could implement something like that, I mean, uh, we probably won't even see those things coming. Right. Yeah. Drivers, drivers should have a say in what they want to take or not. And there's a simple solution to this, which is you can set your dollar per mile or your dollar per trip minimum. Right. And that's why Gary driver utility helper does a great job helping dashers auto decline right now. We're working on sort of like an auto decline feature for Uber eats and Grubhub at Para, but basically like it shouldn't be on an app to integrate with DoorDash for your voice to be heard. Right. You should just be able to go to DoorDash and be like, this is what I want. And it saves your time and it saves me time. They're testing uh, something in New York, right? Hannibal. 
he gets an option to how big his radius, uh, you know, he wants to be from where he could receive orders. And he's a, you know, it tells him like, if you select such a small confined area and they like tell him like, Oh, you might not get as many offers. Like something like, and I think the problem there really is that the, right. The platforms are optimizing for what they want, which is hyper growth without having hyper growth testing, without having to pay the dollars out of their own pocket. By the day, we just need to build a more sustainable ecosystem. Right. And what that means is the voice of the drivers taken into it. You don't have to send the same trips again and again and again and waste people's time. And I, you know, at least maybe it's a bit of a side tangent for me is like, you know, and the end, more sustainable ecosystem is better for these companies in the long run. They're just not viewing it that way, really. And these ratings, uh, mind games. Yeah. A lot of mind games and, and messes with a lot of people's heads. I, that I agree with because, I mean, there's something satisfying when you see, like, everything's red. Even though I know it doesn't matter, but there is something satisfying when you look at your ratings and it's like... Everything's um, green. I, green. I, I used green to say, the, I the used to be... I used to be a stat whore for twenty five first twenty five hundred deliveries. I was a stat whore and a half. I cannot miss a delivery or otherwise I'm getting bad offers. And it's like, yo, and I'm I'm you know, I'm always calling them like you gotta pay me for this delivery, you gotta pay me for this delivery. I drove this many miles, I got a screenshot, I got a that's when they used to pay you. I used to call them back and forth like ten times a day and get my money. Are you got Sing boomerang orders when you decline it and it comes right back at you again. Not if I decline it, but if I ignore it, I get this. Oh, if I decline it, I get it. Come back to you so many times. Sometimes three. I had one come through for nine fifty. I declined it, and a minute later, it came back at nine dollars. That's even less. (laughs) Even less. That's probably because you were driving or something. Were you driving? Oh, you got close. Yeah. You got closer a little I'll bit. I'll notice yeah. that with the miles, like it'll it'll come in yeah. like five point. I don't care if Joe got closer. I've, or I've noticed that ridiculous. I've I've gotten one of those. I've gotten a few of those actually to yeah. where they boomerang back around, like you said. Yeah. Yes, and, and and when you if you let it let the timer run out, they used to not come back, but they come back now just because they know like oh maybe oh maybe you missed. They're it. giving you an opportunity to try to take that offer yeah. again. Yes, and I, I do. I mean, I do talk to my phone and say, "Really, you think I'm going to do that?" Right. <laughs> so, I do it too. I talk to it. I call it doorknobs. Give me another order. Send me another. Send me a better one. Exactly, dude. <laughs> the things you I have better conversations with my phone Listen, while dashing. I swear to God, I've been. I'm, I used to talk. I'm like, I haven't seen a single Acme offer. God damn it! And ping, 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 and it's an Acme <laughs> offer. Yeah. It's like those random ads. Maybe DoorDash is listening to us. <laughs> they do. Do I swear to God? I <laughs> listen to our conversations. <laughs> so before I close this out tonight, deep red, I, deep I want to I want to go around to everybody <laughs> and say, since we're all market specific, if you had a, a brand new Dasher face to face for a few minutes that was going to be driving in your market starting tomorrow. He had, you know, a couple minutes with you. What out of the gate would you just tell him? I mean, other than like, hey, go to YouTube, watch some channels and stuff. Like if, if he's like, I don't do YouTube or whatever. You have like a couple, you have a minute or something to elevator pitch this guy. What would you, or this girl, what would you say? So Michelle, what would you do? Yes. Uh, thank you for a great question. Uh, first off, right out of the gate, I would say know your self-worth in this game. And it's a game of patience. 
And by knowing your self-worth is you're going to get a lot of orders and make sure every order makes sense. I don't take anything unless it has at least a five or a six in front of it. And uh, don't fall for any of the gimmicks that are out there and just keep on uh, trying to earn. Know your market, know your merchants, uh, the ones that get the food out quickly to you and that respect you when you walk in the door. Because uh, we are delivery partners to, with our merchants, with, with DoorDash, with Uber Eats, and also CYA, take pictures, don't let anything happen to you. Um, preserve your account. Uh, you don't want to get deactivated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's good stuff. Download the timestamp app. And because oh, yeah. uh, that's the big thing right now is uh, people uh, saying they didn't receive their food. And uh, people get upset when they get contract violations. And, of course, the deactivation is the worst. And that's when people come to a Facebook group is when they get deactivated. Mm-hmm. And we all mm-hmm. try to help them because that's, that's, a, that's, that's a fait accompli. We want to help them appeal it if they can. So, I mean, again, she's in St. Louis. So, and we've heard her say that that's a great market. Great market. It's, it's, it's going all night. Um, Joe, different market for you. Um, I know you're, you're not in Detroit, Detroit downtown, but you're in, you're in the surrounding area. Um, what would your, if you're sitting down with another person in your area, what would you say? It, it happens almost every time I go out. I run into new dashers out there. And the main thing I explain to them is get to know this zone. You don't want to go, you know, east of this point or stay west of this point. Know where you're going. Think about the time of the day you're going there in. I mean, we're, we're in Detroit. There's bad areas out here. Um, also, acceptance rate doesn't matter. Yep, I'm a top dasher. I understand that. But there's a strategy to how I do it. Don't think DoorDash is going to fire you because you declined 900 orders in a row. They're just not. They, they want orders delivered. And so don't worry about your acceptance rate. That's one of the main things I preach around my area to new dashers because I see all these people taking 375 orders and it's they're waiting 15, 20 minutes at the restaurant for the order. So I also ex- explain to them about, you know, you can don't wait in line on a sign. You want to keep that to a minimum because that that is one of the ratings that does affect you, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Ellen, what about you in Henderson, Nevada, which is outside Vegas, but it is mm-hmm. its own little world. I know. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah, the I know, but I know you stay like in Henderson. You're never going down to. Vegas. I do. I, oh, I do, do, but. Okay. I uh, you, yeah, you stay in Henderson, right? Yeah, I do, but then I I go other areas too. I go Green Valley and okay. Las Vegas, of course, but. Um, the one thing I would tell someone if they were just starting out is don't rely on one app. Absolutely get on as many apps as possible and don't think that these companies are going to be uh, loyal to you, whether you're a top dasher, top earner, whatever it is, because like Michelle was saying, somebody you can get deactivated for something as a customer lying and saying they're not getting their food. So Get on as many apps as you possibly can. And then to know uh, the area as best as you can and to know what you're comfortable with and not be afraid to to, um, not go into an area that you're not 
you know, that's not safe for you. So for me, definitely get on as many apps as possible. I mean, don't, don't just be loyal to one, just as many as you possibly can, as many as you can work is get on those apps, get on all the apps. Yeah. And the other, I want to add one to Ellen's because even if you are loving one, but you follow her words of wisdom, because it's what I do as well, multi-apping and at least having them available, even if you just use one and you love it, you could be deactivated for something you never did at any point for no reason. So yeah. don't, again, it goes back to the loyalty. Don't think they got your back and you're going to be able to talk about it with them. If you get deactivated, you're done. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to hear you. Um, I'm, I'm tied in with the lawyers, uh, legal rideshare in, in Chicago, and they used to represent some of this stuff. They don't even touch it anymore because there's too many. Wow. I mean, they can't, they can't even help. There's so many deactivations. They can't do anything. Um, so uh, I'm going to jump to Flex and then come to you, David, because I maybe have a little tweaked out different question for you. <laughs> but uh, Flex, I mean, so you're, you know, you're somewhere having coffee in the morning and you, some dude is no first day dashing. He's just no about tip. to turn it on. No trip. No tip. No trip. Um, low, stay away from low bowling offers because they will lead you to, what does she say? Deactivation. Uh, most likely that's, that's, that was a person probably in their, uh, older age, probably don't know any better, probably taking every other offer that might look good. Not realizing maybe going to not such a good neighborhood or whatever. Uh, most likely a low balling offer. And it led to a customer saying that they never got their food. It could also be like sometimes, it happens. GPS puts a wrong address. A house over. It happened to me a couple of times. Uh, it happened to, I had to deliver an offer. And I ended up scooping the other offer for myself. It was right next door because they got the fresher offer. Um, it's basically things like this could lead you to deactivation or just by say, or a violation by saying food was never delivered. Usually, it's just the scummy people. That's but also on top low. on top of what you're yeah. saying, you're probably going to get bad pay too. Bad pay. I mean, you might catch a violation. You're gonna you're gonna stress over it because you're gonna think it's gonna lead you to deactivation, or you're gonna get deactivated. All you have to do is just reply to the email. You just got to reply to the email. It's your word against theirs. That's all it is. It's your <laughs> word against theirs. And some people just freak out. They don't know what to do. That's why she, that's why she's saying we get people coming to our uh, Facebook because they, they just lost. They don't know they're what desperate. to do. They are they're desperate. They're desperate. They don't know what to do. And yeah. they're, uh, they're asking for help. And they, you guys all saw that video help. of the guy who uh, went to drop off the food at a medical office. And, you know, you guys all saw that video, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And well, we, I, we post yeah. every single because we want we want someone to try to help them. It's it's uh, it feels like a punch in the stomach. I also want to say that another thing that we see people deact on. So if you're flex, if your listeners are out there, this is oh, yeah. something people get deactivated on to their own fault. They don't even realize it when maybe it's bad weather and a store has closed and they sit outside the store and they keep repeatedly accepting offers get to get half pay. And they did it three or four times. That's an immediate deactivation, fraud, and you're not getting back on. You just made twenty dollars, and you just lost your ability to ever dash again. I um, 
<laughs> I've did something like that. I made like 80 bucks in like half an hour. Uh, we were standing in front of uh, Tito's Burritos, and they were closed because of the stormy weather. The, it, the, the only thing that it took effect of, my completion rate. My completion rate was going down without me knowing. Oh. Yeah. But See, what we what what we are doing though, because technically they should stop sending those deliveries because we are reporting the store is closed, so stop sending out the deliveries. So we technically we're sending uh, we're help you know we're helping out drivers, not to drive to the location, to get a to get three or four dollars or whatever dollars you know. What if they're driving from somewhere like six miles away? Is it worth three or four dollars? Absolutely not compared to they were going to get paid like 16 or 18 dollars. You know what I'm saying? So something yeah. that usually helps helps out. But they, they I guess that's something new now. I never I that's my first time I've heard that. If oh, you, yeah. you say you say you, you say it three times. So I, I got to be careful for that one. Yes, I had a video where I tried to actually help DoorDash support on that. That happened to me. I called them. Got half pay for the first time. Told them, no, the store needs to be deactivated because they're closed. They said, okay, we've deactivated the store until 4 a.m. I drove away, got another order from the same Taco Bell. Called support again. They said, oh, have you arrived at the location? I said, no, I'm not going there. I know the store is closed. Oh, thank you. And they, they said they couldn't give me half pay, but they will close the store. Mile down the road, I got another order, and I finally just unassigned it, shut off the dash machine, and went home. Yeah, it was like I tried, but they don't listen. Yeah, it's, that's it, the business has to do it. Yeah. So, David, um, for you, I guess uh, let's let's change up the the scenario just a little to be if somebody was if you saw somebody in a coffee house who you overheard had just uh or you know was like having some kind of issue with DoorDash, either a deactivation, whatever, and um you needed to direct them to driverrights.org. <laughs> um what what is driversright.org? Driver driverrights.org, sorry. Yeah, I think it goes back to like if I had to answer even the previous question is remember that you're in charge of your work, right? And that you're an independent contractor and that with that, mm -hmm. the platforms have obligations to you as well, right? So just remember you're in charge of your work and you have the right to push back and the right to ask why you're deactivated. I mean, just to give a bit of an anecdote, mm -hmm. uh, I got deactivated recently, right? And I thought that was interesting because I hadn't done, you know, I'd rejected probably a thousand dashes in a row just testing stuff, but I'd never taken anything. And I got a contract violation, even though I haven't done a trip in six months. So I wrote back and I'm just like, hey, I don't think this is true. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, our bad. Uh, we've removed the contract violation and now you're back, basically, right? And I just remember having this moment being like, I haven't even done a trip in months. How can I get a contract violation? And, and that, that, no, you're not the only one. That, they had that's a just a random. That's random. That happened to people mm -hmm. before. They yeah. they don't even know why they got deactivated. Next thing you know, you know, they're like, we apologize. You know, you're and they're back in line. Yeah, I was so sure. I was so sure they were on to me. They're like, they, they, they put my, they finally put my name to the counter. Right? They yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, is this David? 
You're like, you know <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. says that on my You know, account. I mean, my, my, my email is david at withpera.com with the DoorDash account. So it's, it's right there, right? But <laughs> Are you like... serious? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you just dox so... yourself. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, these are, these are all great tips. And like, you know, like I've said, I mean, Ellen has a channel, Joe has a channel and, and they do a lot. Um, Joe does a lot of DoorDash. Ellen does a lot of food delivery. Flex always is going live and he's live all day where you can just oh, drop Flex in on his room. Yeah. Where you can just drop in. And that's what I'm saying. Since I've met Flex, he's live every day, 12 hour days, yeah, you know, he does other work too, and then he's live at night. But I mean, he's got a twelve-hour day in the car where he'll help you. If you go in there, he'll just help you, man. It's, you know, it's, and he's not charging you a weekly fee and all this crazy stuff. You know, My, uh, I will charge you with tomahawk steaks. I keep saying that. Tomahawk- <laughs> <laughs> right, he doesn't charge you, but a bribe will go far. <laughs> a food bribe will go far. Um, but yeah, let's uh, everybody just let's go around this uh, table before we shut down. Just uh, one more time, plug your stuff, uh, Michelle. Let's yes, um, your Facebook groups. Yes, uh, please come and all drivers, gig economist out there, and uh, join DoorDash drivers and DoorDash drivers Pro. You can uh, double check by clicking on the administrator, and one of them will be me, Michelle. And I'm in a tree in my picture, by the way. So it's worth checking it out just to see that picture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go see Michelle's picture over there. (laughs) Um, Joe, what's your channel? Uh, Yeah, my channel is Let's Play DoorDash. I'm just out playing the game, baby, trying to get the highest score I can, see what, (laughs) what, what offers are good for me in my opinion and how much money I can make by the hour. And it's usually just a, a goofy good time. And if I can find, you know, tricks and tips that help other people that they can apply, that's great. If not, I just, I hope they enjoy the show. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Ellen, what is your channel? Uh, my channel is delivering with Ellen. It's on YouTube. I post a little bit on Instagram, but uh, delivering with Ellen, I, I've actually been doing it for about a year now. So it's ride alongs. And I know those aren't, aren't, may not be as popular, but I still love doing them, but they're ride alongs and, um, you know, just kind of go through the day and see what hits us and, you know, experience it all together. So I just, delivering I with just, Ellen. I just subscribed. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so David, what is, wh- where do we find David? Yeah, for me, sort of. Yeah, if you want to tr- check out the app, it's just with para.com or search para in the app store. But if you ever want to just email me, send me thoughts, dox me, david at with para.com. So there we go. And flex, no obviously. doxing allowed, please. No uh, how, how do people find you? Because it's one uh, place. I guess, yeah, just the tube. Just well, I guess you have your Discord too. Yeah, that you'll find it through YouTube. How much you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Play? I am. I am sub to Flex's Discord, but I'm just not really fluent with Discord yet. But I could see advantages to what Flex's offers. Like you can go there and find everybody's channel, and everything's posted, and it's all there's chats, there's all kinds of things, and he's got a lot there's of people chats, on there. There's people posting their pays, you know, just like yeah. where people are charging for that stuff to be in their Discord. This is absolutely free information. That's uh, open yeah. doors. Yep. Um, voice channels, uh, photo channels, uh, text channels. People are always live uh, in there. They're always talking, and you know, I'm always on live. 
on mm-hmm. a tube and if people needed help they come in or if i'm not there there's always somebody in the chat you know yeah willing to help big time yeah yeah um so everybody's information can be found in the show notes of this so make sure that you subscribe to the channels if you're on youtube make sure that you check out all these resources because they're great resources you guys these people all have different experiences in different markets um I always think that that just offers so much of an advantage. You know, if you, if you lived in, if you live in Henderson, obviously a good connection might be, might be contacting Ellen, you know, cause she lives in Henderson. So if you live in Detroit, you might want to contact Joe. If you live in St. Louis, you might, or actually if you live anywhere, you might want to hit up the Facebook group because I'm, yeah, you've got the whole nation kind of thing. So we have Aussie, we have Canadians, uh, Hawaii, everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah, everybody's in our group. And I'm also, uh, if you guys, it's okay, I'll post this to our Facebook group as well. If if that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yep. Um, yeah. And so everybody, uh, enjoy the debut. Thank you all of the guests for joining us tonight. And uh, we will be back here next week with, um, oh, that's a good one. Do the algorithms decide the pay? And there's a subtext to this one too. And again, it'll be a different panel. Um, I've already, we've got uh, Dash Theory. We've got Driven Dad, um, uh, Dashing with Ash in Canada. And uh, one more that I can't see from here. My light's out. Um, but yeah, and then David and I will be there. But uh, And when we, then we've got two more coming up that are great as well. But I'll just announce them one week at a time. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And uh, join us back here next week. And at this time, uh, make sure you flip over to Kim's Live, uh, Tuesday nights, Kim's Live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, guys, that's all. Thank you, and we will see you back here next week. Thank you. Thank you. Play that game.